God is really amazing. Yeah. A clip has just been played about a, a lady, a miracle that happened. We know that also there is a miracle that happened to the gentleman that couldn't walk, that was raised from the chair. And how does that happen? I mean, it's something that is not tangible, something that we cannot see. Yes. Yet it happens. Yes. How does it happen that a, a person that is deep in debt or a person that is struggling suddenly gets an idea yes. for a business yes. and suddenly their fortune is turned around? How does it happen? Yeah. How does it happen that uh, a woman in the Bible who is about to serve the oil and the bread for them to die later on. Yes. Something just turns up and he has to feed a man of God. Yeah. And then there, there is an overflow. How does it happen? How does it happen that uh, Christ, people are hungry and Jesus Christ is feeding. He has to feed those people. He asked his disciples, but he knew what he was going to do. Yeah. How does it happen that he, he takes a few loaves and fish and looks to heaven and there is multiplication? How did it happen? There is a lot of precedence in law when a judge brings a judgment. And the, a judgment has never been brought before. He brings a judgment that is recorded as case law to be used later on as a precedence. So the word of God, as the constitution that God has set for us, is a precedence. It's full of precedence of things that happened. So case laws that God will continue to do again and again. He will do it again and again for us because he has done it again. The Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Tell me, how does it happen that something called COVID, a virus, can send people sitting at home, can send people fearing for their lives, can bring paranoia, can make people, you know, the world is shaken. And it's something that is invisible. Something that we cannot see. Right. You meet everybody. It's actually we like zombies. Everybody's. <laughs> we like zombies. Everybody's wearing masks. We get to malls. We've got to anoint ourselves with a, with a chemical. Why? Because there is a virus that we cannot see. Yet the same people cannot see God but believe to, refuse to believe him. How does it happen? Okay, my message, before I get to my message... My profession, I'm an accountant by profession and by training, so I help people pay sales, you know, to take money and help people pay sales. But what, there is an avenue that God has opened. I mean, I'm now gotten into forensic investigation. So I help also catch criminals, you know. Hopefully they will account for their sins. But uh, whenever I work, we've been working with two clients. Currently we've been doing a project. Before we start a project, we get what is called a mandate later. Because, I mean, if I knock into a door of any official, irregardless of their status or whether they are police, if I knock there and I don't have that document, they can actually... <laughs> but when I get that document, I'm authorized. You know what? I can go to any official. I write an email, send an email to them, go to any official, tell them, I'm authorized to get documentation. Historically, getting 10 years back, give me the invoices. Give me the payment certificates. Give me this. And I scrutinize that for me to establish against a legal document 
whether it's a municipal finance management act or it's a supply chain policy, I have to measure against that. Did the person do what they were supposed to do? Did they deviate from what they were supposed to do? So that document gives me access to anybody. I mean, with my stature as I am, I can go to anybody, to any politician, and say, produce this. That's a document, the power of a document. We've got the power of the word of God. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians 1, I'm not going to dwell that, uh, on that. Uh, Prophet John has preached on that message before, so the line of my, the logic of my message is not going to follow what he has preached before. I'll start with this scripture, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So, I will draw heaven. This is a heaven. It's a realm. It's an intangible realm. Something that you cannot touch. In accounting, we, we've got assets. We've got assets that are tangible and assets that are intangible. A copyright, a trademark, goodwill. When I buy a business from, from Pastor John, and the business is valued at one million, but I decide to buy it at 1.2 million, the 200,000 is goodwill. I trust, he has built a reputation of that business. The 200,000 is a goodwill component. There is goodwill that comes from our Father, that comes from heaven. Okay, so this is heaven. Okay. I'll draw another realm. This is called earth. There is a scripture. Let's go to the word. There is a scripture in uh, Psalm 115, verse 16. It says, the highest heaven belongs to the Lord, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. It's really amazing. He has given it to the sons of men, but we are good at damaging what as men, we are actually good in damaging that which has been entrusted to us, right? But he still, he still he has provided a goodwill by the way of his son, Jesus Christ. Goodwill. There is a scripture that says, glory to God in the highest, peace and goodwill, goodwill towards men. So the heaven, like I said, it's an intangible realm, right? It's the throne, it's the realm of God. But there is something that happens, you know, God, because he created the heavens and the earth. He established that which cannot be intangible, yet that which cannot be tangible influences that which is tangible. If you read in the book of Genesis chapter 28 verse 12, it talks about traffic of angels ascending and descending. So, there is a connection or there is a way that God has established so that there is Connection between us and, and God. If you read further, uh, John chapter 1, verse 51, Jesus says, you shall see the angels ascending and descending. Yes, on the Son of Man. That means Jesus Christ is actually the ladder. And he goes on to say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except him. They are heavenly realities, saints. Things that are real. COVID or no COVID. Hunger or no hunger. Lack or no lack. Health or, or otherwise. There are realities that we have to settle in our, in, in our lives. There are things that I'm going to talk about. Okay, like, for example, prepositions. 
There are words that are called prepositions. Words like at, in, from, those are prepositions. And those are the words that I want us to focus on, even as we pre preach the message. If you read the word, the word is very interesting. When I read the word, I read it by the Spirit of God, intelligently, and looking at certain words. And to me, prepositions are very important. And reading also in context, that's another thing. Reading the word of God in context. The two prepositions that I want us to look at are the word from and in. Those are two prepositions that I want us to focus on. Starting with the preposition in, the Bible says our citizenship is in heaven. Our lifestyle is in heaven. Our conversation is in heaven. That means the way I talk, the way I conduct myself, when I do this work that I'm doing, I must be seen to be ethical. I must be seen to have integrity. Tell you, in this work that I do, there are two things that these people try to do. Either they seek to give you a lot of money, which I've refused, I'll be rich by now, or, or they threaten you. But you know, I'm secure in Jesus Christ. I choose, I choose, in the midst of what's happening, I choose to do what is right. Better a sense that I have. So, I'm a citizen of heaven. So, my conduct, I conduct myself after what heaven has set for me. Heaven has already, if you are placed, the Bible further goes on to say that we are ambassadors. So, we are sitting here on a realm that is tangible, representing a realm that is intangible. And it means that the way we govern our lives, the way we live, the way we talk, should be the talk of heaven. I'm going to come to another scripture that says, forever your word is sacred. Remember the preposition in, in, in. Forever your word is sacred in, in heaven. The word preposition is in. The definition of in as a preposition, it's a, an enclosure, something that is enclosed. So it's enclosed. Our citizenship is enclosed in heaven. So we should pray that God will bring light so we understand that we are real citizens of heaven. So whatever we do, whatever we desire, heaven already has. Like I opened with a statement that how does a person who was on a wheelchair, he begins to walk. I don't understand it. I don't. I'll never understand it. But there are realities of the fact that heaven has got spare parts. Heaven is able to give somebody who cannot hear an ear. I don't understand it. Heaven is able to multiply food and give somebody food. I, I don't understand it. In 2016, yeah, it was one besides this. I, I don't think COVID is any close for me for, with 2016. It's a day that I was coming from church. I just met Pastor John. That was time my daughter phones me and she's crying. And she says, Mkulu, Mkulu, Mkulu is grandfather, grandfather. And she's crying, Bubbles is crying. And I said, what about Mkul? But I already, I, already, I already knew what had happened. And my father had passed away in our house. We had slept a day before. He was jovial. He was about to go back to Zim's, and, uh, and he had passed away. And after I left Pastor John, I'm busy praying. I'm saying, God, it has happened. I'm saying, God, we don't have money. Things are tough. 2016 was, was one of the toughest years. If there was a year that we were going to face foreclosure in terms of our mortgage bond, that was the year. There was nothing. We, we struggled. But, you know, I'm not the kind of a person to hint to anybody. I hint to heaven. So I spoke to God. 
And I say, God, I don't even have money. This man, we bought a ticket from Zim's 500 rand crayon for him to come. But now he must go back in a coffin for 26,000 rand. Where am I going to get 26,000 rand? But God, I know there is a God in heaven. As I was passing Aston Manor, like I just left Pastor John, as I was passing, a phone comes through. Somebody says, we heard that your father passed away. I've deposited 6,000 rand into your cup. It's amazing the way the whole funeral was taken care of to such an extent that there was a surplus that we left with my mother of 8,000 rand. This is God. Come on, this is God. This is God. This is really amazing. Our citizenship in heaven, that means God takes care of his own in heaven. Then he says our names are written in heaven. Look, saints, uh, when I came to, uh, most of you know that I'm Zimbabwean by birth. When I came to South Africa, I had no identity of South Africa. So that means that South Africa couldn't take care of me. I couldn't use resources in South Africa. I couldn't use electricity in South Africa. I couldn't use roads in South Africa. I was basically, before I sorted out everything. Yes, I came legally, but I was basically, because I was not a citizen of South Africa, and I was not a, my names were not written at home affairs. So I couldn't access what South Africans could access. And then I sorted things, I did things, and then my name is written in home affairs. Now it means that if I want to open an account, where is your ID? Boom. Because my name is written in one of Now imagine your name is written in heaven. That's why God would even go over to say, whoever touches you touches the echo of my eye. Because our names are written in heaven. Amen. The next point I've already spoken about his word is circled in heaven. Saints, it doesn't matter what is happening in your life. If God says it, it is. It doesn't matter how long it takes. If God says it, it is. The issue many times is not, the problem is not with God. The problem is with me, with us. We refuse, we waver, and he has already spoken in his word after giving us a precedent of people that believed in him in Hebrews and he says but without faith it is impossible to please God because he is a rewarder of all that diligently seek him so if I hang on whether it takes five years if he says it it is second if he says it it's going to happen in my life if he says that I will provide all your needs according to my riches in the intangible realm, he will do it. It's up to me to believe it. It's up to me to disbelieve it. If I disbelieve it, like I said, there is a precedent. There is a man that was speaking to Elijah. After all that fame, now Elijah is saying that tomorrow there is going to be bread, there is going to be provision. And he said, this man in his arrogance says, even if God was to set windows in heaven. Can he still provide? Yeah. And Elijah says, was it Elijah or Elijah? I'm mixing. But it was, yes, Elijah. And he says that you, you will see it, but you will not experience it. Yeah. There is nothing that displeases God as unbelief. Yeah. So we have to circle it. His word is circled in heaven. The Bible goes on to, to, to speak about the angels to say, they actually await the voice 
of God's word. Do you know that angels, I really believe it. Angels cannot distinguish. I believe. I believe. That's my. Angels cannot distinguish the word coming from God's mouth and our mouth. Because it is God's word. It's still God's word. When Cosinati speaks it, it's as if God has spoken it. Angels will act. And they are waiting. Remember, angels ascending and descending. I really believe that those gigantic guys, whoever, I've never seen them physically, but I really believe that they, they, they carry out that instruction, and they are so swift, eh? They move. And they come. I mean, you need a provision, and, and it's time for that provision to come. God sends an angel. Go to Jacob. Jacob needs a provision right now. And it comes. How does it happen? I don't know. But it happens anyway. It happens anyway. Jesus is teaching us in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. And he says, when we pray, we shall say, our Father, who is in heaven. What does the word our Father mean? Our source, who is in heaven. That's why somewhere the Bible says in Jeremiah, it says, cursed is any man who puts his trust in the arm of the flesh. Not that God is cursing you, but we bring curse on ourselves because there is a thing that we always end up idolizing people and why it is good to ask for prayers, why it is good. But God wants us to come to a point where we can stand and pray and seek God. The reason why we come to the house of God under the leadership and the guidance of Pastor John is to be taught of the word. But we spend an hour here listening to the word, but we spend a number of hours in the world interacting with the world where we have to implement what we have been taught and we have to pray. So he says, our Father who is in heaven, in, like I said, remember, I'm still looking at the, at the preposition, the in. Then again, uh, there is a scripture in Matthew chapter 6 where he says, our treasures are in heaven. It talks about our treasure. If you read context, it's important to read context. It's not talking about the sweet buys and buys of tomorrow. It's talking about money. It talks about money. Pastor John talked about investments, that we can put our investments, we can put our insurance. But it's amazing. Look at what happened in 2008, how most of people's wealth was eroded. That's what the Bible is talking about when it says that where there is moth, where there is rust, where there is, it, it's good. I'm a financial accountant. It's good to invest. But it's even better to invest in God. Pastor John again said a powerful statement last week where he said that he's glad in such a time as this that he has sit on the ground. That's treasures in heaven. And when a testimony comes from Pastor John or from anybody, when it comes of what God has done to them, it happens. I don't know how it happens, but it happens anyway. It does happen. Amen. Then Jesus says in the book of Matthew chapter 28 verse 18, he says, all power of rule, authority, in heaven, yeah. is given unto me. Yeah. But it doesn't stop there. Yeah. It says, therefore, go. Right. In other ways, he's saying, I'm transferring what's in me. What is given to me in heaven, I'm transferring it to, to you. Yeah. So I really believe I've got authority. Yeah. I may not have apprehended or gotten where I need to go yeah. as far as my destiny is going. But I believe I'm going there. I believe he will do it. I believe there is no demon, there is no human being that can stop me. That's why I say, I want to be careful. I don't want to be politically correct or anything. But I want to, I want to say to us as saints, 
Black or white? We should not focus on policies of men like PEE, right. like PEE and all those kind of things. Yeah, right. Because if you are a son of God, yeah. if you are a child of God, yeah. ain't no PEE is going to stop you from prospering. Right. It doesn't matter. There is nothing, there is no government policy or regulation that can stop what God. He says, behold, I open, no one can close. I close, no one can, can open. So nothing, nothing, nothing sense. Not, if you are a child of God, nothing will stop you from achieving your, whether it's in terms of your job or it's in terms of your business. Nothing can stop you. And they will look at you and they will say, how does he do it? And you say, I don't know, but God does it. There is a God in heaven. Amen. After all is said and done, let's look at the preposition from. Amen. The Bible talks about, uh, in Exodus 16 verse 4, it says, then he provided manna from, 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 from heaven. That manna says, we know that the Bible says that Jesus is the bread of life, spiritually speaking. But God still provides bread. <laughs> bread, physical bread. Otherwise, how would Jesus taught us a prayer where he says, give us this day our daily bread. Which talks about provision. It's talking about your provision. And we have already looked at the scripture where Jesus took bread, physical bread. He had given them spiritual bread because that is essential. It starts with the spiritual and manifests in the physical. So he has just finished preaching to them because it's important for us to put things in their perspective and in their order. That's why Jesus will go on to let, let us say to them, you follow me because you want. Because they were carnal in their approach. So Jesus says, I don't have any problem giving you uh, material things and uh, giving you bread and giving you all those things. But let's put things in perspective. That's why he will go and say, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So there are things, saints, to be added to us, provided we have a perspective. You see, God does not have any problem with us driving the nicest of cars. God does not have any problem with us living in the nicest of houses. But God has a problem with us uh, having those things enthroned in our hearts. Because he wants us to first seek the bread of life. But after all is said and done, he still provides bread. He still gives bread. So that's why he says he provided bread from heaven. And uh, 2 Kings 7 verse 19, the officer has said to the man of God, look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of heavens, could this happen? The man of God had replied, you will see it with your own eyes, but you will not eat of it. So that was bread from heaven. God was going to provide for the children of Israel. But because the gentleman couldn't believe it. But we are talking about from. So it's coming from. So let's circle it in our minds. It's from heaven. Whatever we need is health is from. Whatever is, we need in terms of bread is from heaven. Anything. That's why there is a scripture that says, according to his divine power, has he given us everything we need. Every, the word everything means everything. We need for life. And godliness. So there are two components. There is godliness, spirituality, and life in terms of the life that we are living in. So he has provided the two. So the always, the always parallels. He does it in the spiritual realm. He does it on earth. It has to manifest on, on earth. Malachi 
3 verse 10 says, windows of heaven are open up. So it's from heaven. Pouring out blessings that you cannot contain. There are blessings. There are realities that we have not experienced. That we are yet to experience. Provided we keep in touch with heaven. Amen. There is something interesting. We know that the Bible says our weapons are not against flesh and blood. So when we pray, we don't pray against people, right? But there are realities. There are demons that try to stop our destiny. There are things that happen. We're not concentrating on demons. We know that the enemy was disfigured. But he still tries his luck, you know. For those that are ignorant, he still tries his luck. Joshua chapter 10, verse 11. God was fighting for the children of Israel. And there were stones and hail that came from heaven. How did it happen? Because the guys were really, hey, the guys were really smashed by those, the, the hailstones. And then the book of Judges 5, verse 20. It's a woman judge, Deborah. After she, she's led the children of Israel to fight against the enemy, she's now praising God. And she says, from the heaven, listen, from heaven, the stars fought. From the causes, they fought against Sisera. The word Sisera or the name Sisera, it talks about somebody who is keen and swift. The gentleman was a trained, in this marine or was a trained uh, sniper. He was a commander of the enemy. But Deborah is singing and he's saying, from the heavens, the stars fought. And we know that it was the angels. There is an incident again. Where an angel, one angel smote over 125,000. Yeah. How did it happen? Yeah. It's a heavenly being who is invisible, but 125,000, gone. <laughs> How did it happen? Yeah. It's God fighting for his own. So God will still, we, we're not fighting against human. But if ever there is a problem that is on your way, yeah. trust God, you will eliminate it. Yeah. He knows how to do it. He can use the elements. He can use hail. He can use anything for you. But God will do it for you. You will do it again. Amen. I think I'm almost there. So there is a lot of scriptures. Samuel 22 verse 14. The Lord thundered from heaven. The Most High uttered his voice when he was fighting. And Second Kings, again, it's a, I think it's, it's, it's Elisha. He says, so if I am man of God, let fire come to, down from heaven, from heaven and consume you. And it happened. Fire came. They were very arrogant. They really thought that they could stand against the man of God. It's amazing what the heavenly realities can do in our life. It's amazing the heavenly realities that, that accrue to us or that come to us as we believe God because we are, we are connected from heaven. The Bible talks about God speaking from heaven. He speaks from heaven. Exodus chapter 20 verse 22, you have seen for yourself that I have spoken from heaven. So God speaks from heaven. But it's amazing. It doesn't only end there. He hears from heaven. Pastor John spoke of a scripture that is not deaf. God listens, saints. Like I say, saints, it really doesn't matter how long your miracle takes. Keep on trusting and trusting and trusting. And the good thing, the word is really powerful. The good thing, the Bible talks about a judge who was, who was arrogant, who, was, who didn't know God. But that evil judge answered the woman's plea. And then God, Jesus goes on to feathers. Shall not God avenge his own that cry day and night? 
So it's something that you've got to go. You've got to knock heaven, to knock in heaven. You say it. It's not unbelief to continue reminding God of his word. It's, it's not. It's determination. It's patience. Because you never know what. God is working patience in you. God is working patience and, and perseverance in you. I've seen there are a lot of things that I was an impatient man, but I, I really think God has done a good work. I think I'm able to. I, I just gave up. Anything I started, I just gave up easily. But I think God has really done a good work. He still continues to do a good work in me. Not only does he hear from heaven, he looks down from heaven. The eyes of the Father run to and fro, seeking to show himself strong on behalf of those that are loyal to him. And that is against the backdrop of Asa, a king, who started trusting God, but ended up trusting Egypt and other people. And God was not happy with that. God is a jealous God. He loves us. There are certain things that are in the Old Testament. You know, God is, is not sitting there judging us, and, but God is a jealous God. Jealous in not in an evil sense, but jealous in the positive sense that he loves us. He enjoys when you wake up in the morning, when you are driving to work and you are playing that CD, that worship music, and you are worshiping him. He loves it. He says, come on, come on, daughter, come on, let's go for it. Because he enjoys it. He is looking from heaven. Amen. He answers from heaven, wow. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 20 verse 6, he will answer from his holy heaven with the serving strength of his right hand. So God answers. God has answered. Like I say, that they, there is a precedent of the word of God where we have seen God answering. But not only have we seen God answer. How many of you can honestly say they have never had an answer to their prayer? Doesn't matter how, how small, how big it is. I mean, I can share testimonies of where God has answered in terms of provision. God has answered in terms of hope. God has answered in terms of opportunities. I mean, right now, things have been tough during COVID, but tell you what, with the eyes of the Spirit, I can clearly see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I know that I know. That's why I love this God. I love him so much. He's been good to me. I mean, I got born again in 1992. Up to now. Yes, I've failed him at times. I've let him down. But he's never, 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 even when I was down, he took me up. And you know what? God continues to chase. He continues to chase after us. Let's close our eyes. Then we'll two, say two prayer points ne? that I want us to pray. I love prayer. I love prayer. I leave prayer. I wake up in the middle of night to pray. I just love prayer. Because I know there is a scripture that says, Whom have I in heaven but you? There is nothing else I desire besides you. My heart and my strength, many times they fail. But there is one thing that will remain. That God, you are the strength of my heart. And the reason why, if you read the context of that, it was after God had saved David from Saul and from his enemies. He starts by saying that they are issuing tenders to each other corruptly and all those kind of things. I'm a child of God. I've been waiting for my tender. I've submitted a number. I'm doing things right. He starts by saying that. I'm, I'm putting it in the context of the modern day language. He says, God, I've done everything right. But they are driving beautiful cars. They are doing everything. But then he changes. He changes. Because now he has seen the realities of heaven. And then he says, whom have I in heaven but you? There is nothing else I desire besides you. My, but God is the strength of my heart. So saints, God is the strength of my heart. 
God is the strength of our heart. COVID or no COVID, whatever is happening around the world, I'm st I still say to my family, this is not taking God by surprise. God is, didn't fall from heaven to say, look, look those poor creatures. Oh, oh shame. What a shock. He's not shocked. If anything, as Pastor John has said and prophesied, the revival that will come out of this will shock the devil out of his socks. Say, Father, show me the realities of heaven. Make the spiritual realm to be real to me. Let me touch the spiritual realm with the senses of my spirit. Let me experience the spiritual realm and the realities of who you are. Give me vision to see the way you do. Give me vision to know that your word is sacred in heaven. To touch your word. Father, enlighten my spiritual senses. So I may hear. So I may test. So I may look at the realities of heaven. Because you are real. I know that you are my strength. I know that you are my rock. I stand on you. Knowing that from heaven you provide for me. Knowing that from heaven you fight for me. Knowing that from heaven you hear me. Knowing that from heaven you see me. Knowing that from heaven you love me. And you want to show your, your power in my life. Thank you for the authority that you have given to me as an ambassador of heaven. I'm a citizen of heaven. Help me that my speech, my conversations will mimic that of heaven, will line up with that of heaven. For without faith, it is impossible to please you. Thank you for helping me to please you. Because according to your divine power, have you given me everything I need for life and godliness. And you have blessed me with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. One of them being faith. Thank you for giving me a gift of faith. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.